Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of But Why Though the Podcast. Before we get started, just want to let you know that this episode contains massive amount of spoilers for Game of Thrones Season 8, and it also contains quite a bit of profanity, so you may not want to listen to it at work. But as always, thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of But Why the Podcast. And today we are recapping actually the largest show that has ever been on television, Game of Thrones. As always, I'm Kate and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And we have special guests to fill in for Matt knowing nothing about this series. Jeff and Jennifer, hosts of Pot of Thrones, where they talk about Game of Thrones and sometimes other shit. <laughs> Hi. That's us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank y'all for coming on. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. That sounded weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're we're a very sexy show, Kate. That's what you need to know. Um, okay. So before we get started, I want to, or before we get started talking about the meat of Game of Thrones season eight, I want to start talking about what our expectations were for it because I feel like fear <laughs> build up from season seven that there was a lot of weight sitting on this sh- on this season when it came back. Yes. Well, <sighs> yeah. I mean, they took so long. Right. We <laughs> our expectations were pretty high. We were promised. I- I, look, I can't prove it now. I don't have the articles anymore bookmarked or anything, but we were promised like six. It's only six episodes, but they're going to be like feature length movies. And yeah, no, I mean, they they missed the mark a little bit. So the expectations were if you're going to do six feature length movies, I was expecting um, that the, the loose ends <laughs> to be tied up. I was expecting all the questions to be answered which I hate saying because it just feels like I'm talking about lost, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I had very epic visions in mind. I, yes. What were you envisioning? <sighs> I'll tell you what I was envisioning. Cause I can do it quick. I was envisioning like Sansa somehow becoming this huge thing and her like marching with her guys behind her. And I don't know. I, we didn't, we didn't see Sansa after that fight until the, you know, at the round table or whatever it was called. Yeah, that thing. So I felt like they've let her down a little bit, a lot of it. And that's your favorite character. Well, uh, I hated her most, most of the seat, like up, probably up until five when she started coming into her own that I liked her. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think I said I think I thought maybe a, just a woman in general could have been on the throne, but no, you know, politics. <laughs> I'm with you there too, Jed. I mean, because like I I came on y'all's show to talk about Sansa because she's this character that I absolutely hated. 
in the first yeah. the first episode until I came back and rewatched the show. And I I think she, I expected greater things for her in that the setup for her was for her to do more in a scale outside of things like outside of just her locale um i kind of understand why they shifted it to just being north focused but um the other person that i expected to get and she did like uh i expected aria to actually have much more use of you know her magic ability to steal faces right uh, yes. what the fuck i've been for a year and a half or whatever long it was i kept up with my predictions and dream i was sure that we were going to have Arya wearing Baelish's face and infiltrating King's Landing. And well, we're only talking about expectations right now. That's what I was expecting. I wonder if this is how his book really is supposed to end. Like if I, I can't imagine he would give us the real ending, but some version of it maybe. And it probably would have been told a lot better in a book than squishing all of it together in one last episode. <laughs> Um, I think my other expectations was I expected a lot more people to die. I expected there to be large, devastating, like just losses that weren't extras that somehow came yeah. back to life again. Yeah, like maybe um, Ron. Um, I, I like I know like the expectation, but I expected the same thing, and I cut a lot of flack from like the people that I watched it with after um episode three that i was like well like no one like really important died like people died but they weren't like right super important and i just feel like they just they just they just walk dead in it and i didn't expect that to happen like, I, <laughs> like if you go back and like listen to our our game of thrones recap we did with um swara like we raved about it like we were hype we were so hype um and i was okay with just about any ending really like i'm cool with any, anything happening except for like what we got um that's like just like alley, but just like overarchingly like nothing i expected to happen really happened which is okay but like it was like totem pole of things i was like okay if this happens okay if this happens okay and then like way down here the things happens that i didn't want to happen and they and they just happened yeah uh, my expectations, like the throne, I thought Danny would take it, uh, Danny or John, in some kind of way. Um, yeah, yeah, I was thinking Danny or John, um, really. And I thought everyone was gonna die. I thought we were gonna leave everybody. <laughs> I was ready to cry. Uh, episode three, just just ready to fall, but it just didn't really happen. Yeah, I think going into episode three, especially after Endgame, it was like everybody had built it up to be like, we're going to be an emotional wreck after this episode. And we were just an emotional wreck on this one. And, uh, you know, what are we going to do when everybody dies? And then nobody really died. Yeah, like I was, I expect, like I was okay. Like I thought Night King, Night King's just going to kill everybody. Like I, that's like an expedition I had too. Like, all right, Night King's just going to roll through everything. Cause like, what do we have that says that he's not going to, just wreck yeah. everybody's face it was I totally an option night can yeah. actually make it farther south yeah i expected I to to at least get to the point where he was gonna have to force cersei's hand to do something with her troops that is exactly um, where i was at i also expected for lena haiti to get paid to do more than just drink wine at a window mm. hey man <laughs> 
That's easy checks. A Lannister gets their money, man. That money. Um, she has turned. She has turned grim-faced wine drinking into an art. She has. So. <laughs> like a mil- I think she made like a million per episode too. Mm-hmm. To just stand there. What about the ones she wasn't in? Did she get a million for those too? Or? <laughs> I think it's only per appearance. Oh, okay, okay. She was probably in the flashback, like the you know what happened before episode thing, maybe. Yeah. So let's move off of expectations and into reality because okay. we all kind of defeated already. So, <laughs> um, I do want to start off on a positive. What was your favorite episode and why? <sighs> Do you, you want to go first? I'm me? thinking. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll 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 talk if you want. Um, I mean, I I have to go with episode three, but it was really close. I almost would say episode two because so many cool character moments happened. But episode three is the one time this season, and maybe even in the whole series, where I actually was like just yelled out like, yeah, because Arya is the fucking best. And she did really rock it in that episode. Uh, and it was, you know, spectacular on visuals, um, little light on death. I agree. And, um, yeah, John was kind of a, just a doofus that got a lot of screen time for no reason, but, <laughs> but Arya, Arya being the hero, that is, uh, that, that'll, that'll win the day for me. Yeah, I don't think I have. Um, I don't think I have a favorite from this season. I I, I don't want to say three because you already said it, <laughs> but that was the most. You know, I mean, our whole house erupted during that one. It was pretty fun. I like that. Yeah, I think for me, it's the only episode that I can think of like where I just like wasn't upset after, or like not like upset, but like where I didn't think that something like bad happened that I wasn't happy with was probably just like the first episode, if I'm being honest. Like there were so many good like reunions and character moments and kind of like I my hype was still on full throttle after that episode, even though uh it's a lot of criticism for being slow. I thought it was slow enough and paid enough homage to like the first episode and like the first season um that I was just really excited after it happened. And after that, like I can pick certain points in every other episode where I was just like what why why did this happen um I think just like the first episode just because of how it was just well shot it was like well written if I'm looking at like who wrote every episode I can see why I got more and more angry as the show went on but that's like another we can't look further on but uh the first episode I really I really enjoyed that first episode a whole lot you know, Adrian, I was one of those people who gave it a lot of shit for being slow. But in retrospect, I, I it's not my favorite, but I do agree that the storytelling in the first episode and the second episode is something that was very good. It, it pulled in the characters and brought them together and made them have a purpose for all being there and made them have purposes that reflected their pasts in uh, their their paths to Winterfell. Um, on that note, my favorite episode is episode two, uh, Night of the Seven Kingdoms, mainly because the girl Brienne gets knighted, um, in a wonderful way too. Like there's, there was something powerful of seeing Brienne, somebody who has been physically powerful, but even when respected for that prowess and that athleticism still mocked for it. 
to be in a room full of people, roll in a room full of like the most powerful men in Westeros at, at the time and who were moving things, who are important, who are important to the story, who have seen great things. I mean, Dorman's not the dead. Um, <laughs> like, to have a reverence and respect for her, it was something that I felt like her character deserved. And it was a moment that felt like it paid off. And it was the same thing for Arya, too. I know people... Some people were like, oh, no, it's like watching my sister have sex. It's like, no, she's a full-grown woman in the, in, in the show now. And for me, um, <laughs> there was a lot in that episode where it was every character kind of like choosing their path and either being like earning a piece or earning what they deserved. And I think for Arya to choose to not contemplate death and instead to just like experience intimacy was a choice that that character would not have made in season five, would not have made in season six. And his it shows her growth to be able to be like, yeah, I'm not thinking about death right now. Um, so I, I, I think for those two moments, that's why um, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms is my favorite. Yeah, it's 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 a solid episode, and it's not not to say like I didn't like any other episodes other than episode one. I thought, like you said, like the stuff with Brienne was fantastic. Um, this, uh, like the reveal at the end with like John like freaking out was like great. The only thing that like really bugged me about that episode, I think it's more retrospective, is like Jamie's a piece of shit, and yep. he did it because he's a piece of shit, and not because yep. he actually gave a shit, which is like the worst part about that whole thing. Because Brienne is so dope and Star Wars doesn't use her well enough and like it just feels so tarnished by Jamie being such a prick. You know, if she had uh I just want to say for everybody listening, Tormund Giantsbane would have never done that to her. Yeah. Fuck no. I I was uh as the kids say shipping them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so hard. Yep. I was really rooting for Tormund cuz he I mean Okay, he, he he's kind of a maniac and definitely has murdered a lot of people, but <laughs> but being that sort of like the weirdo in love with the girl, you know, I I felt I felt a little kinship with him there those last couple seasons of just trying to get her attention, desperately trying to be sexy while eating chicken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his, you know, his, we've all we've all done that, right? Yeah, his fuck transition line like really solidified for me. I was like, this dude, this dude right here, he said it first. Fuck you, Jamie. You did it yeah. after the fact. It's one of those things people are like, well, Jamie knighted her. She's he she's not a knight without Jamie knighting her. I was like, technically, there were there was another knight in that room that could have knighted her. So it really doesn't happen without Tormund saying, fuck that. If I was a king, if I was the king, I would have knighted you ten times over. Like he like for me, like the reason I shipped them so hard was because there was a love for her and definitely lust for her, but there was also respect for her. Like, he mm -hmm. knew that he could stomp him into the ground, and he liked that. But, like, he never, <laughs> like, objectified her, really. Like, he he was there for her, and I think that 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 episode got me so excited. Like, yes, they're going to be together. She's going to recognize this. And then I saw the look she gave Jamie, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was hard. Can can I, I ask and like why why don't you have like a favorite episode? Like what 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 about like the episodes that we mentioned was kind of uh tough for you to kind of make a favorite episode? Well, because like you said there were several I liked every episode for 
certain reasons or or mostly emotional moments, uh, except the dark fighting. I didn't like that. Uh, like we couldn't see anything because our TV's not great. <laughs> we have the old one, but we we can't get rid of it. We have to recycle and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> so that one I didn't really. It was hard for me to get excited about it because I couldn't see really what was going on. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I like the emotional moments, especially when uh, John and Aria first see each other. Oh, heart melt. Yeah. That is amazing. Like, would they show their swords to each other? Just like, uh -huh. adorable. Yeah. yeah. It makes you want them to like, just stay together forever because that's so cute. And she's still, I cannot... I when I see her, she looks the same, even though she looks different. She looks the same because we've grown up with her, watching her. So I can't identify her. That would be like my daughter. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of it. Too, <laughs> I feel like a lot of it with her too is that I think because of like what she does, like or like what she was set in this set up in the show to be. Right, is an assassin, an assassin mm -hmm. person. But yeah. what's worked in Arya's favor is that everybody has underestimated her. So right. she mm -hmm. looks that. I, so for me, at least, I think I the and I think the costume this season was fucking amazing. I loved her coat the most out of everybody's. But uh, Arya's coat. Oh yeah, yeah. The like half shoulder, like mm -hmm. dope. Um, she looked amazing. But I, I, I think a lot of like her costuming and her styling and and like really hiding her body and like really making her more androgynous is so that she blends in. Like mm. she's never gonna be seen as somebody else, and, and you know, so so for me, that's that's one of the reasons why I really like it. But I I understand. I'm not a parent, so I'm assuming that's a parent thing. Maybe. Like, oh, I saw yeah. this child, and now this <laughs> child is an adult, so there's still a child to be. You know, I think it. I had I seen her like she's selling away now, and that yeah. to me makes me feel like she's more adult. Now she's an adult. Well, yeah, I mean, not I don't she, know. I, I just made Gendry take his pants off. Yeah. But when she sailed away as the pirate queen. And then I could accept after she did that, that she had sex with somebody, but I don't know. <laughs> For me, I think the wording in that was really good because I just think like out of every time sex has happened on this show, very few times has it happened in either a consensual or intimate way. Um. Mm. Just let to just be that and i think that this show is the first time that this was let to just be a nice moment and for this the starks don't have nice moments <laughs> well not many <laughs> yes <laughs> not sexually yeah no well john did though he's and, not a stark and then he just john and egret they were a good pair they were but then he just wanted to go back to the cave because everything went to shit she was just taking the cave <laughs> Um, okay, so what was your least favorite episode and why? Outside of the finale. <laughs> so you're assuming that the finale is uh universally reviled? <laughs> <laughs> the finale may hold up for some people that I it does yeah, it deserves its own discussion. Yes. Um well I, I guess I'm just gonna have to say episode five. Um primarily because of Danny's turn to the dark side, but it's not that her turn to the dark side bothered me. It's rather that 
I feel like they had to explain more in like the episode preview and then like the post credits, like, you know, behind the scenes stuff, they had to explain like what she was going through and what her feelings were. And it, it sort of, to me, summed up the rushed feeling of some of the things that happened this season, which was that people are taking actions and we don't really get into their motivations anymore because there's no time for it. Um, so when she just, you know, she agreed that she would obey the bells, right? Like Tyrion's whole plan should have worked. Everything should have been okay. And then she's just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to kill everybody. Um, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, except to say she's the mad queen, but it just, I don't know. In some ways it, 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 it built up through the whole series. I get people that defend that. I've said it myself, but just how it turned on a dime is really bugging me. Um, so that's, that's why that's my least favorite of the season. What episode was it that Tyrion told Varys? Is that the same episode? I think that was I the think last that was episode. four. Yeah. No, the, I feel like, I feel like there should have been more of an outcome from that, you know, like, I feel like almost every episode is like half told. Yeah. They don't. And that one, I, I wanted so much, like all of them, you want so much more information. Like Varys was supposed to like reveal what had happened to him as a kid in the what fires. In the flames. Right. right. Yeah. What about the hound? And I felt like the hound and the, and the mountain were, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was that climatic even though they were fighting on stairs. Oh yeah, that was episode five too. It was kind of, um, I don't know. I just, well, there was not enough information. How about Varys's death? Uh, right. Unless they said, I don't know if we watched the behind the scenes for that one or not. Maybe, and we must have, but I don't remember now if like there's an official thing that says Varys was trying to poison Daenerys, but that's right. what everyone's reading into it. With the rings. We really don't know. And he like wrote all these letters. We don't know what happened the with fuck? those. Wait, the where the letters? letters? What happened with Why the letters? <laughs> What was up with his rings? What was he doing with the little girl? Like, there's so many things that they just didn't bother to explain because they didn't have time. It's, Why did they do that? It's, it's driving almost, me crazy. It's almost like HBO should have given them more money to make more episodes. Oh, wait, they did. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you guys. Like, I think that's why I, I think the first half of the season is good. And then the last mm -hmm. half is just all is exactly like what you said. It's half told. There are right. pieces that just start falling. And for me, it's going to be episode five. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the Danny stuff didn't bother me mainly because that's how she's always been. Like she's capable of great violence. Like whether it's against bad people or not, it's still great violence. She crucified mm -hmm. a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be capable of that. So all of that makes sense. Um, but I rewatched the episode and I was like, well, fuck, this was really fast. So like there are pieces in that episode where I'm like, so you just jump from her looking a mess to her like, okay, I'm ready to burn shit now. Like what happened in the period of transitioning from mess to burn shit? Like, that's a really important piece of the character. Um, okay, she hadn't decided yet what she was going to do, according to D&D. &D. I know. It was, it was, so how it was, could you know as the watcher to know what she's going on in her head? 
it was it was looking at that red keep and thinking about her parents or her family coming here 300 years ago so i'm that gonna burn it just oh mm-hmm. I actually, well it would make sense to burn the red keep <laughs> yeah. he says she burned everything else and left most of the red keep intact from the look of it the thing is for me is like i do think that in the in in the last like when she says in the last episode like you can't like you can't use small mercies i thought that was a wonderful revelation to have for her because like every time she has been merciful it has like it has had a negative effect on her like mm-hmm. the integrity of marine all of that is because of the mercy she showed in the beginning and i think that like ultimately like she can get to that because of everything that's happened but I don't understand how she got to that in that episode. Well, and is it a small mercy to not destroy the entire city? She knows she would have killed a bunch of innocents if she just destroyed the whole Red Keep area. She could have done that in a fit of rage and not taken out. I mean, it, it almost it's funny, like in episode three, I think they were saying we did so many different things with, you know, we didn't just want to have army versus army for an hour because that would get boring. People would get tired of it. But as I, I look back on it and maybe I just need to watch it again. But my my memory right now, of episode five is like there's a bunch of shit going around in the streets. And then there's like this comically silly dragon like in the horizon, just constantly over everybody's head, just breathing fire back and <laughs> forth and back and forth like out of a video game or something. She just started and she never stopped. It was why nuts. didn't she just go? St- uh, yeah, I also expected to see a dragon. Like landing in front of Cersei landing in front of Cersei and just flaming her to death that would have been that's actually the reason why I hate this episode the most it's not the Danny stuff it's that Cersei biggest villain of the entire series why the hell does she get the nicest death she dies in the arms of her lover, who is also her brother, who had just like said he was in love with Brienne and now is like, oh well, fuck you, Brienne. I'm gonna go to my sister. And they die together, <laughs> and like nobody like she she's just crying there, and P and D and D were just like, Oh, but you see her at the end, she's crying and she's falling apart. I'm like, but her people don't see that. Nobody sees that. And then, like, it's that death is made even worse by the fact that in the next episode, Tyrion uncovers them and they're just dusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should have looked more like that <laughs> Westworld like robot brick. that smashed his own head in. If you guys watch oh, yeah. Westworld, that, oh, remember yeah. that robot that smashed himself? Should have looked like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think for me, my least favorite episode is episode four, The Last of the Starks. Because, like, everything is set up to be bad the rest of the season because of this episode. Like, I think the character assassination starts in this episode. Um, <laughs> and, like, I just can't. Like, I was. People are like, oh, what do you think about the episode? I was, like, I was a little mad about the fourth episode because of just how everything just went crazy. Like, I, I don't know. Bronn's going to go kill Jamie and Tyrion? Like, why? Like, they're. She cares. Oh, that part was bad. Like why? Like yeah, they I mean, have he's at the end of the day he cares about gold, but like uh, there's better ways to do it. And then 
her wanting to immediate uh, Danny immediately wanted to t- attack King's Landing. Yes, bad idea. But in episode five, she just burns everything anyway. Like she doesn't need an <laughs> army. Apparently, she can just burn all the shit anyway. So like, why did she need the army? Like, why was that like argument even valid? Why the fuck can't she see ships on a clear day about to shoot her dragon? They like, were why? hiding behind a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's yeah. wrong with you? You're the you're the fool here. What, what about the scorpions, Adrian? Yes, and then like you said, the scorpions are like this. You know, they have so many, and they're gonna do no fucking Dro- Drogon fucks them all up in episode five. It means nothing. Uh, Masadi dies like a punk instead of like pushing Cersei off the goddamn thing. Like <laughs> she, she would have done. That was yeah, that was fucking annoying. Yeah, like because out of everything fuck. they stressed that her and Grey Worm would refuse to be back in chains, and then they make her just stand there and get beheaded instead of actually like either attempting to push Cersei or even just jumping. Like, had she just jumped herself and like refused to have been executed, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, Ooh, that would have been great. Like, like the mountains swinging the sword. She ducks and she yeah. just oh, runs forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what th- that's we should have written this show. Happened. Damn it! Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The fast forward show so much better. Um, you know, and then like Jamie leaving at the end it was just like because I felt because in episode three I, I told people that we were watching and they're like no like Jamie doesn't give a fuck about Brienne. He's only doing this because like he's lonely and like Cersei like abandoned him like last time we saw him. And if Cersei even like for a second would take him back, he would leave everything. And then he fucking did it. And like it just made him like a fuckboy and just assassinated his character. I think everything that goes wrong in season five and episode five happens in the episode before. Um, and I don't like episode five either. I think Danny doing that is absolutely insane. I'm like, yes, she does like and her mercy stuff, but her like mercy stuff stems from her like leaving the bad people. Like the the slavers of Athapor alive, the slavers of Marine alive, all of that comes back to bite her. If she would have just burned them all to death and like let them die, who knows? I, I don't think that the slavers would have come back and like try to burn the city again. Um, like we don't see her burning women and children alive, like ever. So I just think that was, it was just crazy. And like the guy said, like before, I don't want to reiterate it, but like it just happened too quickly. Like if you would have given me like some more buildup and like if you would have put in like some flashback stuff or something like that, and like that one moment where she's looking at the red keep. They're like, all right, cool. That makes a little bit more. You sense. mean like that super cut that they did, where it's her looking at the red key, keep it's and it's it so cutting good. in all the stuff? Yeah, the super cut is so good. If they would have done the super cut, or if they would have like put like the voices like they did in the preview of the episode in, yeah. in that, I think it would have worked so much better um, than what we got. Or that. like they could even they could have even just justified it because given her her speech at the end, like she obviously only values the Unsullied and the Dothraki. If they had built that up, where she's like, "These are my people, and we're gonna take." everything if they just built that yeah that would yeah. make more sense because it would justify not caring about killing women and exactly children. that's what i said at the end of the, day. the only way that like i'll be okay with this is this she's just like all right fuck it we're just gonna go take over the world now like i don't even i don't even care about westeros i'm just gonna go take over the world which i guess which i guess is kind of what happened but the main reason why episode four is the worst episode of this entire season is that john A.K.A. Aegon Bitch Targaryen does not say goodbye to Ghost in that episode. Yeah. How do you have dogs, um, Jeff and Jeff and Jen? Do you have animals? Yes. How sleeping right near us is Sophie, the dog of thrones. She like, is uh, beloved. 
if the, your dog was missing an ear, if she just like charged into the battle and like survived like the wildlings and all this other amazing stuff that he survived with AIDS. And he just looks at you all sad. Do you walk away from him or do you go over to that dog and you hug that dog and be like, hey, Torm's going to take care of you for a little bit. I'm sorry. I have to go do this other thing. Or do you just walk away like an asshole? That's what John did. Been, that would have been the most emotional probably moment out of the entire series. Entire series. And I know we're not talking about the finale yet, but the finale doesn't do it for me. Like it, it's it's bullshit at that point because like you don't walk away from your dog <laughs> never to see him again. To see him again. Oh, hey, you. Like, no. And it's also not really gonna miss him, you motherfucker. It's also like he wasn't just a dog either. Like Ghost, when it came down to it, Ghost for the entire show has been a metaphor for John. He was the run to the litter. He was alone. He was only like every time John was there when nobody else was there for him, Ghost was there for him, at least when they had the CGI budget. Um, <laughs> uh, like when everybody leaves the room and they think he's dead, Ghost is still staying by his side. How many people has Ghost killed to save John? To like, save other people, too. Yeah. He's the embodiment of John. Like when no one is there, who's there? Ghost. Who's supposed to be there? John. Mm-hmm. Saving Sam when he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Like that's an amazing scene and deserves more respect than what that poor what that poor boy got in that in the mm-hmm. scene. Well, yeah. let me ask you a side question then. So let's say you have a dog and the dog is huge and ferocious if need be, but it's also a dog and it's your loving companion. Would you put your dog on the front lines of a, of no! a battle? Okay, because I, I feel like <laughs> Ghost is a ferocious attacker, but animals are ferocious because they're not really thinking about self-preservation. So it's almost definitely a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. but you know why? He rode a dragon once and was like, this is my new dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back is like Summer, um, way back when, when like Summer sacrifices herself to like uh, save brand like right they're they're just worried about like like they're just such good like characters in the show like, overarching that like they just didn't give after dragons came in the dragons were big like they just didn't give enough to shit about like the animal that represents the entire house in the show um and episode four really sealed that for me and i was just angry like i literally threw my pillow at my big screen so i was just <laughs> so angry i was like you say goodbye to your animal <laughs> Old Yeller. Um, what was that <laughs> shitty movie on Netflix that we watched? Was it? Was it called Alpha? No, not Alpha. The one with the robot dog. Oh, uh, Axel. Axel. There's this terrible movie on Netflix called Axel, and that dude cares more about his robot dog than John cared about his own dire wolf in that situation. And it's just pretty <laughs> for me. I think he thought that uh, he thought of him as like an equal comrade. Like he said goodbye. Yeah, but he's not much on, you know, emotions or words. All he can do is frown and <laughs> glower. Yeah. She's my queen. <laughs> that being said, he has a really emotional goodbye with Tormund and Sam. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did show some emotions there. That's right. Yeah. When he when uh the old night's watch guy, the last night's watch guy showed up that Sam got killed. Yeah. Sam should have battlefield. Yes. Ed. Ed, like he had emotion there. And yeah. I, I think Kit is is it, Kit and John are capable of it. But I think the writing was just so focused on dragons that it was just kind of like eh. I just I feel like John has one of 
has one of the most compelling arcs when he's written right, but I think that there have been instances of the show where he's not given the attention that he needs. And I think that season eight is just him glaring and, like you said, frowning and going, McQueen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is people just doing like really weird stuff that I just can't like reconcile. Like running up to a dragon and yelling at it. And then somebody put out an article saying he was really helping Arya. I'm like, no, he thought he was going to die. He was just like, no, I'm just going to yell at this dragon. Or how about test this fire thing? And see yeah. What <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he would have burned. You know what? Burned. I wanted a freaking test by fire, too. I wanted I wanted that to be tested. Especially since Danny was so obsessed with it, which which he rightfully rightfully was, and I think that that made sense. Especially as like, oh, this dude has better claim to the throne than me, and this is the thing I've been fighting for my entire life. That makes sense. But like, why is your first thought not to just be like, hey, let me burn you, and if you survive, then you're a Targaryen, and we can talk about this. Hmm. Yeah, I, I. There's just so much. I, I can't. I, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to gather my thoughts. <laughs> uh, I think the other thing, so for me, I actually think Wol, uh, I actually think uh, Ghost being on the front lines would have been made, it would have made sense and it actually would have helped Bran's character had they just had Bran use his warging for something useful and he could have just mm. worked into Ghost and you could have had like you could have had a whole scene of ghosts going in there with the Dothraki. Probably would have been able to see ghosts like, going in with the, uh, the Dothraki and fighting, but it's Bran warged into it. Instead, like, his eyes. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would have been so cool. And all I'm thinking is just like, oh, but we got him saying, "I'm going to go now." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything. I don't have. Uh. <laughs> hey, that's our king. Show some respect. <laughs> uh, so frustrating. Okay, so uh, I think we've talked on those, but uh, so who care? What character of the show got the best? Well, actually, yeah, going to, we're going to go into the finale feelings now because we keep brushing up on it. So I think we should start talking about it. Do you like listening to But Why Though? Well, the Podcoin app is a podcast player that pays you to listen to this podcast and all of the podcasts that you love. Just get the Podcoin app on iPhone or Android and start listening today. It's free and super easy to use with every minute you listen getting you sweet, sweet coins. It turns your podcast listening into charity or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I mean, getting paid to listen to podcasts, that's pretty cool. I use the Podcoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I can be 100%. I love it. So seriously, just go get the Podcoin app and use our invite code, but why though? And though, spelled T-H-O, you know, you listen to the show. You'll get 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code, but why though? Go give Podcoin a try today. For y'all. What character got the best end? I would say Arya. The pirate queen, Dora yeah. the Explorer. Mm-hmm. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> well, basically. Do, 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 Dora. <laughs> I don't know if she has a backpack, but she'll find one. <laughs> she'll find some. Surely she treasure. does. Uh, I mean, what just flashed into my head was 
maybe Sam. Oh. I mean, he he might be back at uh, Hornhill, I think it's called, the Tarly estate, because he's the last Tarly, and he's sort of, you know, screwed over the maesters, so I don't know if they would take him back. Oh, no, wait, but he was Grand Maester at the end. Damn it, never mind. I was thinking of the meeting where he was still wearing black, and but he yeah. gets gilly. I mean, he's got a kid, and he's happy, and... I mean, he just gets to spend the rest of his life studying. So and I'm Gilly's pregnant, isn't she? Yep. Gilly was Gilly pregnant. Yes, yes. It was a whole big. <laughs> John looked at her and was like, "You got a baby in you." Like, uh. no, I just gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> How rude of you to assume that. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like Sam has the best. Like. Maybe I guess maybe the best story, even though it's supposed to be brand, but like, you know, he sort of got everything he wanted. He has someone that he can have sex with. He's got kids to raise. He gets to spend a lot of time around books and being smart. His dad's gone. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has some sort of claim to whatever his his parents family estate was. I it just seems like he's the biggest winner. <laughs> okay. That's actually a good argument for him. Um so the best end is Podrick. Oh, uh, Podrick is a knight now, and that made me very happy. Uh, but I mean, overall, I'm just going to say Sans. Arya didn't end the way I wanted her to end. Sansa didn't end the way that I wanted her to end because um, I wanted them to utilize Arya more. So, like, I want to say Arya because she, unparalleled, has the best story. Maybe next to John because John literally was dead and came back to life. Arya saved the entire realm and murdered the fucking Night King. And she also knows how to steal people's faces and trained in Bravos. And like she has a way better story. And and I people were like, but she wouldn't take she wouldn't have taken the throne. It's like it didn't matter. At that point, Tyrion knew that that Bran didn't want the throne. He started off the conversation with, I know you don't want the throne, Bran, but here it is. So, like, that shouldn't have been a factor. Like, she should have at least been brought up. And the fact that she doesn't get to kill Cersei, and I don't know who the hell Green Eyes is. Y'all gonna restress that line and not tell me yeah. who the nice person she's supposed to kill is. Um, yeah. yeah, another red herring. So many red herrings um, in the show. Um, But, well, oh, I think Sansa just being able to be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm taking the North. I'm going to go do North things. Y'all can eat it is pretty much of like the major, major characters is probably the, the, the best endings that her wardrobe was. Oh my God. Her costuming this season was phenomenal. Um, I agree. Yeah. I like, I loved how she had like, uh, it's like a semi leather armor thing going on. Yeah. And then um, one of the things that I saw was the designing of her hair. Um, how like every season when she's been with somebody who's influenced her, her hairstyle is the same as that person. And then when it ends, it's just completely straight. Um, mm-hmm. Costume is and cinematography and score this season. Like as much as I'm crapping on the season finale or this season in general, like the differentiations in the reigns of Castamere that played in episode five was mm-hmm. some of the best scoring that I've heard, um, especially in a TV show. And I think overall that was, that was executed well, everything else was executed well, but 
It's really just the right. It's really just the writing. I mean, the directing, the cinematography, mm. the sound, the costumes, oh, everything's man. great. Danny with Drogon's wings coming out has to be one that of like, one amazing. of the best scenes. Like shot for shot, was just amazing. Well, in television history, oh, mm-hmm. like, dude, that scene is. I, like, I mean, it was like, give me a wallpaper. I want that wallpaper. <laughs> um, I think for me, the best ending. I, I just don't like any of my main characters' endings. Uh, Braun. Braun gets my best ending because <laughs> the dude literally gets everything he ever wanted at the end of this at the end of the show like and then some like he gets way more than he ever thought he gets a seat at the at the small table like this dude is playing the game correctly we're talking about the game of thrones braun braun killed it he killed the game of thrones he's like a nice little finger <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind, not really nice. No, but, but kind of nice. Who can nice actually earth. fight? I the way that if Bronn's gonna stab you, you have like some notice that Bronn's gonna stab you, and Littlefinger would just have somebody else stab you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Bronn. He's the only one that I was like, okay, this and and Podrick, of course. Like, um, I, I think we talked about like Podrick being knighted is like one of the glaring great parts of episode six, just because like he's just come so far from little sure? little Podrick. Nice. He was like a little teeny bopper back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of Podrick, but it seems like he's probably a gold cloak. And doesn't that kind of doom him to not be quite as Podricky of a Podrick as he could have Podricked? What do you mean gold cloak? He's Isn't not, that the Lannister? He can't have kids. No, that's, that's the Kingsguard. You can't have kids? No. Well, they can change that marry, now. He can't have kids. I mean, he Brand could still. Will change it. He could still. Uh, True. I mean, I guess and Braun's going to make sure that the brothels come back, so Podrick will get his. Don't worry. Uh. <laughs> that that D is legendary. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, stop grabbing the actor's D at, like, meetings with this man. Like, I read, like, some articles, like, where, like, people were, like, just grabbing his junk. Like, it's just so, like, why? It's 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 a show. You're making right? a face. Yeah, no, he came uh. out, like, uh, that people were, like, um, Older ladies were just like grabbing his junk at like at a. Uh, oh, that's right. At, yeah, at, I did read that. At, at showings and stuff. And it was not just. Fucked. Yeah, it's so messed up. And he's just like, dude, like, and he was just so dis- dismayed by like people like not being able to separate like the character <laughs> Podrick from the actual human being like that's there. Yeah. So it's, it's a little leave, crazy. Leave my man alone, man. Just, that's just, so weird because I've never heard that about Hodor and we saw his dick and it was a prosthetic. But still, I've never heard. It, Why would a woman know? Well, because <laughs> I mean, because then you know, you you know what you're grabbing for. But no, but so that for Podrick, they're just like trying to figure it out. Is that what it is? I don't know. Podrick <laughs> is at least good looking, and oh, well, that's he just can mean. think. He that's can say just, more than Hodor. You're saying Hodor's not good looking. Shame on oh, you. All of that is just terrible. And yeah, OSHA <laughs> thought he was cute. It actually makes me really sad because, like, I'm like, well, if somebody like walked up to Sophie Turner and grabbed her tit every time they saw her, we it would stop. Yeah, it wouldn't be seen as just like it's true. Yeah, and then double standards. I just want him to be a knight and just do knight things with Brienne, and they just like write the best stories ever in that. Oh, can we talk about like they just like they completely. Everything that they built up with Brienne, one, she doesn't fight again at all after the long night. And on top of that, she is not, she's head of the King's Guard, 
But that means that she abandoned Sansa when her entire goal is to just be with Sansa. His not, it was only for the daughters. It wasn't even about Bran. Her 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 fealty was pledged to Catelyn Stark to take care of Sansa and Arya. And now she's just Kingsguard. And then she just writes in the book, like, and he died defending his queen. Like, what the fuck? No. Like, <laughs> she not have to be bitter or anything. She could, like, what they could have done is they just could have had her read his page, show it, and then turn it and make her entry. Like, didn't even mm. have Just could have, like. more about her. Yeah. Dude, a mean girl's burn book would have been better than what they did. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, she didn't owe him anything. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's, I she's think that's just... definitely one of the worst ends. I think in the the whole show for me. Which, yeah. So, who else got the worst endings? John. Mm. Yeah. God, for sure, man. The dude gets shafted. I, he he escaped being killed by the now thousands, hundreds of thousands of Dothraki and Unsullied that just let him walk away from the Red Keep after killing the Queen. Who all leave? Like they could like that meme of them being like, "All right, hey man, he's gone." Like like when John's like, <laughs> "Like hey, uh, they're gone. You can stand up now. Like you're good. They're not coming back." Like that could have been a very viable thing based on the conversation that happened. Like he was only there because people were pissed. What was? But well, they're gonna keep. Him, they're gonna send to the Night Watch because a Yara from the Greyjoys is pissed. No, no. It's another one of those things that I wish they could have explained because yeah. I feel like if we read into it, it's not that. I mean, he, he was like, "Oh, well, this sucks. I'm banished to the Night's Watch again. I might as well kill myself." But since he didn't kill himself, uh, it seems like it was all a trick, right? So it'd be like. Oh, you're not really going Night's Watch. We're sending you there, wink, wink, because we know that you've always wanted to be a wildling. Yeah, that would make more sense. Maybe, yeah. But any explanation of that? Because then you're still kind of like, well, I mean, he's going north of the wall. I guess he's abandoned his post again. But it seems like probably the plan was that he was never actually going to keep his post and everyone knew that. But they just yeah. didn't fill us in on the plan. And then, like, you just made the whole Targaryen thing just, like, irrelevant. Because, like, if, if any time for them to, like drop that ball because they just talked about it behind his back for mm-hmm. the entire season like hey no he did that because he thought she was crazy but he's actually like really a targaryen so like he was actually kind of helping us out uh so like hey gray worm like relax like she was that she wasn't even like really the rightful queen so you were following the wrong person anyway so we're good we're good that red herring has lasted for the entire series episode one he asked ned stark about his parentage and then episode two we get the fake story about the nurse the milkmaid or whatever that ned had an affair with like the whole thing of his parentage has been the the crux of of i guess maybe the fandom what people were getting out of the books and then the show for the whole show no but and yeah, it's just like yeah, go to the night watch then we don't get that the same scene that we got before when like the the people are going north of the wall then we don't get that amazing scene at the end so we have to go to the night's watch just for that one hey scene. i would have been happy to have that scene of just torment and ghost going north of the wall and being like fuck john we're doing our own thing now and then they get a spinoff series like why were they why were they there yeah yeah i don't know why they just waiting for john but like he sent them away like a month ago and then like everyone was in on the plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why did they just leave? Well, the other thing that was frustrating, but this all goes back to like why I was pissed to begin with, in which I mean, like, 
maybe John just fought off a whole bunch of Unsullied and Dothraki when he walked out of the Red Keep. We didn't see it, but like the Dothraki and the Unsullied owe nothing to Westeros. They owe nothing to any sort of legitimate king. They owe nothing to the North. They have no, and they purposely don't have a concept of that stuff because of how they've how they've functioned. So for me, the fact that he just walks out and he's fine and all they did was throw him in prison, it's like, if you saw somebody killed your queen, you kill him. Yeah. Especially with uh, Grey Worm, who is like, he only had, he had Melisande, or he had um, Masende, and he had uh, Danny, and that was it. And those were his people. And when those are people were gone, there's no reason for him to try to play diplomat. Well, I think what you're missing here is that the Unsullied have a strong tradition of holding on to the idea of habeas corpus. And since there was <laughs> since there was no body, he could not act and just insta-kill Jon Snow. Uh, the, there, there was a puddle of blood, of course, and that implied that something sinister probably happened, but with Drogon gone as the only witness, sort of, and uh, and no body and no murder weapon, there's really not much you can do except hold him and just wait for for uh, the evidence to turn up yeah. somewhere. Can we just talk about like I'm glad, like you know, I'm glad they left. I'm like, cool, go go do you get out of this crazy place with all these crazy people. But why were there so many of them still? <laughs> it's not like the long night established that like you know everybody's dead and like episode four like everybody's every those ships are destroyed everybody's gone but there's still so many of them like why they there's what? we saw all of the Dothraki's sword light go out yeah so you're and like me that four you just of them run the, back you just kept the Dothraki in the back <laughs> like your best fighters you, like you're like you just kept some reserve Dothraki and someone sold your best fighters just in the back during that fight. Just chilling, like what? It's just so much, so many unanswered questions. Like why? Also, why is there so many of them there? I also I, feel the fact that Drogon. So my favorite tweet that I saw was Drogon is either the smartest animal in it because he understood the symbolism that he needed to break the wheel and the throne was the wheel, or he just literally thought the throne stabbed his mom. <laughs> so what of those two things? Sword. John would never have done this. I saw them <laughs> smooching once. Um, but I actually thought that there was a big missed opportunity to pull in the Targaryen blood again and have Drogon lose his shit, light John up, and John's still alive because he's part Targaryen. And the throne melts behind John as collateral yep. damage. Would have made a was, lot of sense. I was I was kind of fine with it, man, because like we we've we've heard Tyrion talk before about like how people like how like scholars thought that like dragons were smarter than humans. And like what yeah. other way is like there's this show that like humans are just dumb as shit and we just ruin everything ever. <laughs> well, why having... does he not kill John? Like, if they are smart as shit, he should know that John stabbed his mom. But because like, he, he's what he's son playing 40 doesn't chess kill game. his mother's killer. He's on some 40 chess shit. He knows that his mom was crazy as shit. Uh, he's on some 40 <laughs> chess shit. And he's just like, hey, I get it, dude. I get it. This wouldn't have happened if she wasn't about this throne. She's on some, he's, on some, <laughs> he's above the people in Westeros. He's on some other level. That's how smart he is. He's smarter than Tyrion, which isn't saying a lot in the last season, but you know. Which is so sad. <laughs> That's another bad end. I'm an idiot. And they're like, now nah, you're you're pretty you're pretty good. Like, and the like king. 
it's such a, like a, such a, like a reaffirmation of like he understands like hey I fucked up a lot in like the last few seasons and they're like oh no dude you're good be my hand because you gave me the throne basically so that uh, was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest thing is like he went from being the biggest like the person who understand that who, the person who understood uh, Cersei's cruelty the most to the only person appealing to Cersei's humanity and that shit made no sense to me. It bugged me. Like, I know he loves his family, but prior to that, he just kept talking about how Cersei was and the ruthlessness that she had. That she had. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, but you love your children, Cersei. It's it's her <laughs> line about the whole kid thing, man. Like, and we ever, we never even got like affirmation if she was actually lying or not. I'm fully convinced mm-hmm. she was lying through her goddamn teeth because she kept drinking wine. The entire time. I also don't think they had the scientific studies to prove that that was bad. (laughs) Syndrome and all, yeah. But but Tyrion made a point of saying you're not drinking that one time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 I'm like, all right, but now you're drinking after (laughs) after you smash Euron Greyjoy, like the worst character ever. God. (laughs) I killed Jamie Lannister. Oh. God. Oh yeah, that was a bad death. <laughs> I will say the best, the best, the best line of the finale was Arya telling Yara that she was going to slit her throat if she kept talking bad about her brother. Yeah, that was pretty baller. I thought that was great, <laughs> but also kind of sad because Yara was actually like the first one to be like, "Hey, we want to be independent," and then Danny was like, "Yeah, we'll talk about it." But in the end, she doesn't even get to be independent. Like she's still in the Six Kingdoms, which is well, bad. and that's what I don't understand either. Like that entire council scene, like they we should have had like three more episodes, three yep. like three or four more episodes, because that entire <laughs> council scene should have been longer. It should have actually mm-hmm. been talking because realistically, when Sansa claims the North for herself, that should have made Yara and the Dornish both be like, "Yo, where's our independence?" Because yeah. we've wanted this shit for a really long time. Because Dorne is only kind of a part of you guys. Yeah, because like technically, like they're bigger contributors to the kingdoms than the goddamn North is. Like they really only cared about the North because of its protection from the Wall. But like they killed the White Walkers, so like why yeah. wouldn't like the Dornish be like, "Hey, like you haven't messed with us at all. Like you killed our white our sand snakes, but like." We're 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 doing pretty good over here. Like, yeah, Dorne's probably the only place with an army left. Like, I mean, like the Reach and the Riverlands, they all got slaughtered or captured. The Lannister army's gone. The North has been just decimated or quartered. The Ironborn, at least half of them are gone on on your own ships. ships, Like all the all the ships got burned. So Yara's just chilling. She should have been like, "Hey, y'all can't even reach us." So. You don't oh, even yeah. have a dragon and no more. Tell like, me no. Tell me I can't stay with in this even, You don't even have direwolf. I'm not even scared of y'all. Like it, it's a wrap. <laughs> I'm gonna be by myself. Yeah. So I feel like we have to talk about Bran getting the throne. Do we have so, to? Yes. All right. Yes. Um, I will start because I already kind of said it in that the reasoning for Bran getting the throne is having the best story was extremely stupid given the other freaking just just the starks at that table or at that council all of those starks have more interesting things mainly because we like the being the three-eyed raven gets mentioned all the freaking time but outside of like pretty much knowing what's gonna happen 
he doesn't use any of the Three-Eyed Raven power for anything. And ultimately, he knew he was going to be king. So he just let all those people in King's Landing get torched. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go find Drogon. So you could have, you could have warped into Viserion and like made sure he didn't die. Is that what you're telling me? You could have warped into like anything. You could have done it. You could have warped into Cersei, made her jump out a window. You could have done anything here, but now you want. Oh god, so dumb. Because like, and, and that that's my problem with it is that it's not Bran himself being king. It's that like. Bran had the potential to be a great character, and they, sh- but and they showed it in in five, and then they just drop the ball once he leaves the freaking tree, and <laughs> he just stares at things. And I still just haven't gotten over the fact that, like, in order to show us that he's not human, he tells Sansa that she looked beautiful the night she was raped. Like, yeah. Ah! How? Like, you just made this man the most (laughs) creepy, non-human thing, and now he's king, and he wants again, and he's gonna have funny conversations and be like, I'm gonna go find Drogon, guys. (laughs) I think the one thing he has going for him that kind of justifies not Tyrion putting him on the throne, but but the writers putting him on the throne is that he's not even really human, and humans keep fucking everything up. Uh, Because I've been saying that this show deserves an ending that features a a strong woman on the throne because men have been fucking everything up for so long and Cersei wasn't a great alternative. So let's get someone better in power. But um, and and George R. R. Martin's politics, I think, would lend great to that because he, you know, he's very outspoken. Um, But then. I, I, Bran has called himself not a man. I'm not a man anymore. Um, <laughs> it is so... Batman voice. <laughs> that's what that is. It's a Christian Bale voice that he has now. <laughs> chin, like the, the chin, Bruce Wayne version? Yep. Yeah, chin, chin tilted up deeper than mm. what it was the season before he became the three-eyed raven. Yeah. And devoid of personality. <sighs> You look so pretty that night. I mean, just gross, but it does speak to his lack of humanity. Maybe if you have someone like all knowing and purely pragmatic, maybe he can get the kingdom, you know, back on track. Had Tyrion said that, probably wouldn't be as mad than if he had said, You have the best story. Best story, yeah. And then also (laughs) just like affirming at the end when the, the small council. That he just goes and wargs into a dragon. I'm going to go be a dragon now, guys. While y'all discuss rebuilding this entire city. Although apparently it's already rebuilt in five days. Um, <laughs> like, I think a couple I, months had passed. <laughs> yeah, um, he didn't do anything all. The whole entire series he got after the after he left the tree. He, he had like no role. He, and then yeah. he, he becomes king. Well. Yeah. I mean, he had a role, but it was a useless role because. Oh, here we go. Bran warged into all the people that were actually still alive in King's Landing. And he just like warged into them all at once like a hive mind. And that's how they rebuilt the city so fast because they never tired and never hungered. Bran the they builder. Build, build, build. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like Unity. That, that could be Bran. Oh, that would be amazing. That's it. That's another spinoff series. Give me Bran is a hive mind virus that tries to take over the world. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my biggest problem with like the whole Bran stuff is like his things like we need a person who like doesn't have 
you know, the same kind of one. What happens when Brand dies? We're just back to the same bullshit once Brand dies. You're not gonna, or, yep. Are you just going to make three guy <laughs> Raven like the king forever? Because then that like gives its own problems. Like his reasoning just doesn't make any sense. And it's just so short sighted that it's not something I'd expect from Tyrion to do. What, what did you think of Sam proposing democracy? And they're like, ah, shut up, stupid. I was with everybody else on that council, and I was going to lose my shit if this ended as a democracy. Yeah, that would have been dumb. Like, no. No. But they still like- would have been breaking the wheel, because they haven't broke. Because you're right, if Bran, if Bran dies, we don't actually know what the fuck his lifespan's going to be. But if Bran dies, you will instantly be thrown back into the wheel again. Even if you don't have heirs, it's still going to be the same- inbred idiots fighting each other for power of who gets to be the next yeah king. and, and they're just like oh we're just gonna meet here and like choose our king from now on so i was like oh so you're just doing more dumb stuff just more dumb stuff dope yes yeah. very dumb very dumb stuff so my whole thing is like i actually would have been okay with everybody just breaking apart and not having a king after that yeah. after that point just letting every every kingdom just be autonom- autonomous that would have made sense might as well just do that and the wildlings, they can join in on the fun too. <laughs> they can set up trade and, you know. Yeah. The Iron Islanders can sail north, you know, and get meat because they don't have much meat on their island. They can, yeah, I'm just like, can so trade meat for swords. What ha- like what happens like if they're just like, oh, we're just we're just done. Everyone's just done. Like, how does everyone get like the money? I don't know. They just make such a big deal about like the whole trade stuff that if they kind of just threw it away in the last episode, like, oh yeah, the north can just go by themselves and they'll be able to sustain themselves somehow. And then we're just not going to care about the wildlings anymore. And then I guess everyone else just fall in line. Like y'all are just here. Just follow this. Uh, just follow this boy who's not really a person. And like, All right, cool. Down. Let's do it. <laughs> I liked some of the memes going around too of like where you, you had the one of like everybody or, or or nobody, and it's the colon just like no text, and then Sansa colon. Bran's dick doesn't work. Oh, God. <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> it's wrong on so many levels, but yeah. yeah. Maybe this whole last episode is the way it is because they were looking at everybody's theories. They checked out Reddit and then they're like, let's do everything except what their theories are. Oh, yeah. I totally think that that happened. I think, I think like- they said no one can be right. <laughs> And this, I, I don't want to get into this kind of like this discussion, but like this is like how I felt walking out of like the Last Jedi um, a couple years ago or like last year when I was like, nothing I wanted to happen happened, and like which is fine, but like everything happened in a way that I just just doesn't make sense comparatively. And I felt like that, that's what they tried to do. They were just like, oh, let's just subvert everyone's expectations and just do something completely out of the ordinary, and everyone's gonna love it. And they're just yeah. so happy with what happened that just makes me think they're like, oh yeah, they, they, this is what they wanted. Like they wanted to do something what nobody really cared about. And it's frustrating too because it doesn't fit the tone of the show. Yeah. Like I can get wanting to subvert expectations, but one, if you're gonna subvert, if you're gonna sub- purposefully subvert expectations, which I definitely do think they did, um, you need to execute them well so that they can be received well. And then if you are going to purposefully subvert, like, expectations, like, you have to tell the story better, really. 
because it is like it's totally completely different than every episode in the last what ep- how many episodes did it end on 73 yeah, yeah. the 72 episodes before it it is completely <laughs> different because it's just oh we're going to make jokes about brothels and a honeycomb and at a table <laughs> and everybody gets happy endings and which like I'm fine with the start kids getting happy endings but I'm just kind of like I would have liked more explanations for these because also like with Arya, when did she ever want to go West? And well, she just wanted to get the fuck out. She's like, she's done. She's just done. That's I was okay with that. But also like, I, I so I think the reason the, what hurt me with Arya in the last episode is because they end episode five with her getting on the pale horse Right. The longest scene in the episode. Yeah. And it didn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they just have her stalking this entire time and walking around like she's gonna do something and then does nothing. And I'm just like cool. dude, and her line in that that when she sees it's just so bad. Like, I know a killer when I see one. She <laughs> burned an entire city. <laughs> No, no shit. shit, she's a killer, Arya. Like, why give her that line? It's so bad. But it was cool how she just suddenly appeared next to John. That stuff was great. Yeah, and also like she could have killed did... Danny easier. Just like, yeah, her, I don't know. She could use a cool weapon. They got the other thing that's frustrating too is, I mean, and this was a, this was a complaint I had for season seven was pacing and time does not exist in the series anymore. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for well, time has been a problem for a couple, few, three, four seasons now. But pacing was a big problem. Yeah, it's almost just uh, if, as if they handed it off to completely new people. Yeah, <laughs> and said, "Go for it." Only it was the showrunners, yeah. <laughs> right? And I, crazy. I, I honestly, I also just think the fact that they went to get. Or rather, they denied getting more money for more episodes is just because they wanted to just go do Star Wars. And that Which was is it. weak sauce. That is just... How could they do that? It doesn't speak well to how their Star Wars is going to be. Yeah, and it frustrates mm-hmm. me because it's like, I'm one of those people who I'm just kind of like, hey, season eight sucked, but we also can't ignore the fact that we have like probably seven, arguably six extremely good seasons of the show in existence that they did. But then it's also just kind of like, what happens if another shiny new toy comes up on your plate? Are you just going to dip? <laughs> like, well, this is what you get. Or like, it 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 makes me question. And and, and I think the fact you mentioned it earlier that they, they put so much um, analysis and explanations in the after the episodes and the behind the scenes that it's like well you could have just put that in the show you wrote that episode you should have just put that in the show but we forget that shut up shut up no one forgot you forgot is the problem here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and also i'm just i'm just really hurt about jamie they assassinated Mm -hmm. this character Completely. They did. And he had one of the best, most redeeming arcs. And he had a chance right up to the very end because 
even though it really sucked what he did to Brienne. And this was like, this was how every single episode was this season. It just had me, like, they kept me going. Like, in, even into episode six, as disappointing as five was, I was like, okay, but this and this and this can still happen. There's still hope that we're going to get some really cool moments and that things are going to turn out, like, in interesting ways for these characters. And most, or almost all of that stuff didn't happen. And in the case of Jamie, it, it should... I, I think it should not have been a Cersei rescue mission. If he was going to leave the North where he was safe, fuck over Brienne and break her heart and all that, it should have been so he could go be a hero instead of yeah. just trying to get Cersei out of the castle yeah. where they'd be hunted for the rest of their lives anyway. What? I mean, uh, yeah. They would have been in Pentos, so it would have been okay. Yeah, they're, these, these blonde-haired people aren't going to stick out like a sore thumb where they literally have plays based on their life likenesses like yeah. they're totally gonna be fine yeah yeah totally. and i, I said at the beginning but like one of my biggest expectations for the season was that like jamie was gonna turn into like the queen slayer and like mm -hmm. realize that kind of the same way that john did that like cersei's on some other shit and like needs yeah. to be put out like she needs to go like she's got to go and i think <laughs> he would turn around and do that yeah it was it was it made me mad because Jamie's another character that, despite some stuff that shouldn't have been in the series, um, he had, like, the best arc. And I, I completely agree, Jeff. Like, he should have, if he, if he was going to go off, like, fine, leave Brienne like that. Like, it still sucks, still, still sad for her. But, I mean, that's also the first time we get to see Brienne show emotion, really. So I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. But it, it would have been warranted had he killed Cersei like realize that she was beyond redemption because of what he's seen in in the people in the north in Brienne specifically in in these other queens and then just been like yeah this is like this is my duty you all might lose this is my duty to kill her yeah yeah um that would have meant so much but it's not what we got so no it's not <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go sign a petition to rewrite the show or anything, but it's, I don't know. How do, how do you all guys, how, how do you all feel about, you know, all the deaths pretty much? Like, were there, were there some deaths this, because I mean, there weren't really that much. It was what, Jorah, the Hound, Masende, Melisandre, Dundarian, um, Ed, Danny. I was about to say, my boy Ed. <laughs> And that's it, really? Uh, well, we were tracking them. Uh, okay. On potofthrones.com, we do have a, a link right at the front uh, for our death pool for season eight. Um, and a few people didn't make the cut. So there's actually, we. I mean, I'm just forgetful sometimes, I guess. Or we all are. We had myself, Jennifer, and uh, our third guest, uh, Lore Master Kevin, as we call him. Uh, we all came up with the death pool list and still missed a few that wound up on our death pool bingo cards, which are oh. still downloadable, though they won't do you any good. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, we ran a death pool and I think we had 42 people, I think 42 people listed on that website and 15 deaths. That's what we got. Gosh, That's it. And a couple of them were jokes like hot pie, but like we didn't think Leanna Stark was going to die. She wound up on the list. And, hey, she, she had died, a great so. death. She had, she had a great quite, death. quite a death. She no. was probably the greatest. I just didn't think they would kill her. Actually, you're yeah, you're right, Jennifer. She had the best death. 
Yeah. Like she totally she got bodied by the giant and was like, well, I'm dead already. Chink. Yeah, she's a little badass. Yeah. Oh, God. And then the other thing I thought was like, well, if Bran can warg into anything, couldn't he have just warged into the, the giant guy? Can't he? I don't can think he, he can warg into no, he people. couldn't warg into a oh. or dead people. I mean, that's the that's his okay. opposite magic. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It would have been cool, though. But a dragon, sure. Yeah, that would have yeah. been cool. Yeah. Any, Why okay. didn't he? Any, just a bunch of birds. All he, he could have he, done anything. He could have taken over the dragon while Danny was trying to burn everything. And then Danny could, like, he'd turn her over or something. She falls off. That'd be cool. And then he has a great Victorian <laughs> Kindy King. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then he was a hero on top of everything. Yes. Then it would make more sense. Everybody would yeah. be grateful. Um, All hell, Bran. George's death is good. I think George died the way that he wanted to go out, you know, protect, yeah. protecting like the woman he can never love. Hound was dope. How tackling the mountain out of thing. Like, one of the, my only things other than um, Pod being knighted was like, the game bowl that we've been waiting for for like ever and then just realizing like how much the mountain like this isn't like even a thing anymore <laughs> uh, and you know the hound tackling him in like knowing that he's going to tackle him into fire is just such a cool scene and like the dragon flying over i really i really enjoyed that uh masande's death sucks I, I didn't like it uh the red woman's death i guess i mean the lord what the of fuck light, did it mean the lord of lights legit i guess i don't know because Yes. <laughs> so I was That's the like, other thing. Go ahead, Jennifer. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it, we didn't get to like, there was nothing about the Lord of Light and it would have been some kind of evidence as or high, right? It just doesn't. Uh, yeah, because like up to that uh, point, like everything that she said, like basically came true, but then they're just like, all right, cool, brands king now. Who cares yep. about and then, everything and then, that happened before that? Well, what frustrated me with me, what frustrated me about her death was like, I feel like an order. So I, I, I was fine with it because I really had no attachment, but like, I was like, oh, well maybe she's going to use all of her magic to like bring back people from the dead. Like the people who just died and mm. that's how, and then now that she's tapped out, she walks and she falls apart. Instead, she just lit a whole bunch of shit on fire that was in a row and didn't do anything else. And it didn't do anything. Yeah, but it's still kind of cool. No, it was really cool. She was gonna die there, so like, who cares how she dies there? I didn't even think she was gonna be there. I thought like we were yeah. we weren't gonna see her again. Hey, and the resurrection just, would have explained. So she lit all the swords on fire, and then. The, oh. I'm just okay, saying, I, I, lived I, anyway. I just matter. felt like a big resurrection scene would have been really cool, and well, like that would have been. Why been Danny like, still had an army too? Yeah, true. yeah, that would explain that all been, the extras. That would have been you should you got to get yourself a writing gig. I mean, that's all there is to it. Dondarian, I feel like he was wasted because I'm like, okay, yeah, like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you you're, knew you're he was doing. Sorry, bud. Well, you knew he was doing. We took audience voting too for this death pool, and everyone agreed. Ninety two percent chance to die. Yeah, no, I agree. That's that's fair, but I also think a lot of I think I think a lot of it goes to the fact that the the death toll during the long night just should have been extremely higher, especially with how they were promoting it. They compared that the long night to Helm's Deep because 
up until the long night aired, Helm's Deep was the longest battle ever, continuous battle um, mm-hmm. in, in, in film and TV. And then the long night is longer and it took twice as many days to shoot. And so everybody was like, oh, well, it's going to rival Helm's Deep. And I was just like, it didn't. Mm, it and, was mostly CGI. Yeah, it was mostly CGI. No, like I with all of the buildup and like character successes that happened in the episode before it, I was like, these are so many death flags. So many oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. have completed arcs now. They like, you know what? Given how the season turned out, I would rather have had Brienne die during the long night than have yeah, her. I was, she I was counting on it. She was going to die saving Jamie because Jamie yeah. wasn't a good fighter anyway. Yeah, uh, but all of a sudden he was. All of a sudden he could handle a yeah. horde of White Walkers. Dude, Sam had like White Walkers on top of him and didn't die. I love Sam, but Homeboy should have died. Yeah. yeah. That would be so sad. That would have been a heartbreak. Yeah, that would have been an emotional scene. After like his scene before when he finds out that his like brother and father died, yeah. he would have been he would have sold the shit out of a death scene. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay. I, I didn't think he was gonna die, but but Bran for sure. I mean, Davos would have made a lot of sense. Like Yeah. <sighs> Davos would have yeah. been rough. Because Davos just sits in a corner and watches Arya wreck people and he's just standing there with a sword like told yeah. y'all I can't fight. He does say it. He's like, hey, dude. At least he's not like Sam, who's like, no, I got this. So he's like, nah, dude, I don't know how to fight stuff. I'm Davos just... is like, I'm the Onion Knight because I was a smuggler <laughs> and they needed a knight. <laughs> like, that's, that's right. That's all he is, which I love. I love Davos. And I actually love that he like corrects people's grammar now from oh, being like the illiterate guy. Like, oh, he's so good. The side characters got better, better endings than like the main characters, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I think I think so for sure. Um they could have done any any one of the main characters aside from Danny, they could have made die and that would have probably fixed our problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we want more emotion, I think. Yeah. No, I I think that's really right and I think Adrian you had tweeted about this um before the finale where you were like the thing that you were most scared of was just feeling nothing. Mm-hmm. Um and, like, I feel like immediately after I watched the finale, I was just raging because, like, I wanted to be – like, I wanted to feel something and me wanting to be mad was, like, the easiest emotion I could, I could like, muster up. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I actually sat in it and I rewatched it and I was just like, wow, I feel nothing. Yeah. Like, I was mad and now I just don't care. It, it's, oh, my it's, God. It's a rough <gasps> they turned us off. They turned us all into Bran. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. We don't feel anymore. Because that's been me all week. All week long. And I've, I, for, for six weeks, I've been having like tons of conversations at, at work and at home. And we've been doing two podcasts a week and all this stuff. And right now it's just like, uh, the finale was, uh, yeah, whatever. That's exactly what it sounded like in our house. We were having like a somewhat small party. Watch and party, yeah. mm-hmm. everybody was silent at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There were no big moments. Yeah, and why to like I mean, we, were, we were watching it with someone who had like not watched any Game of Thrones before. She just like tagged along with uh, one of my friends who was coming to watch it, and she's like, "What's what's wrong with Bran?" And I was like, "Oh, he did all this stuff, including <laughs> saying proving his powers by talking about his sister's rape scene." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, y'all should be upset." 
<laughs> he could have said, I'm sorry that happened to you, Santa, instead of, you look beautiful. You look beautiful <laughs> that night. It's the most unforgivable part of Ben's life. <laughs> it, it just like, I was, mm, mm -mm. I lost my shit when that happened. I was like, really? Of all the things. Of well, he was all also, the things. He was kind of a dick to, uh, what's her face? Oh, yeah. Out to, uh, Whatever Mira. happened to her? Yeah, I um, want to see yeah. her again. She why got was, why, why wasn't House Reed in in the wars in the finale? <sighs> was that the dad? Was he there? Howland Reed was the one with Ned Stark at the Battle of. No, the, I meant like at the end because I thought that his house was represented there. Oh, that is a good question. There are some unidentified characters yeah. uh, in that final scene, which is weird that we never saw them, and now. Yeah. We're gonna see them. <laughs> yeah, because what the Our only world. ones that talked is the Tully, right? Yeah, the Edmure. Yeah, that guy. He'll sit down. <laughs> Which I, I really like that moment. Ted's is like, Uncle, sit down. <laughs> like, I felt bad for him, but it was funny too. He like, what has he done? Yeah. <laughs> he's done nothing. This isn't even he's a, a call, like, <laughs> He got raped. He's a survivor. Yeah, he was raped too. You know. Oh, he That's was. True. Well, yeah. I mean, he was forced to make a fray baby oh, and kept in a cell right. the whole time. I, mean, he's been I forgot about that. Oh, shit. See, I forgot about that entire background of his story. Well, that's why you need us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our job. And, you know, my biggest problem with the end scene, too, is that, like, no one talked about how, like, they're like, oh, Danny had to go because she, like, killed all the people. Definitely, for sure. She had to go. She, like, burned people alive. The number of people turned into like rapists and shit in that right. episode. And like, that, I was like, all right, now cool. Here. I was actually, I was with you there. I was mad that more people weren't talking about that because the North has been regarded for their honor. Yeah. And they're like, all right, now just go, just go be by yourself. Like, you're, you're cool. We, you're, you guys are good. You're super honorable, even though like John's the one who stopped people from raping people. But no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Do you. It just didn't make yeah. any sense. Another another thing that didn't make any sense in the season. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, when did the Northmen turn into Dothraki? Yeah. Like, well, 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 huh? How? I think that I think maybe they most of them went back because they were walking towards the ships in the end. All the happy. Yeah. I guess. Right. They shouldn't <laughs> stay in seven kingdoms uh, or six kingdoms or whatever you want to call yeah. it. They don't belong there. Yeah. Definitely not. They're too badass. They, they could also turn into a rampage. There's no other armies. I mean, who's going to stop them if they just want to go start raping their way across the Six Kingdoms? They Literally nobody. All of the Six Kingdoms except for Dorne. Well, Bran will war into. Hmm? Bran will just war into a bird and watch the battle happen. <laughs> yeah. watch the I, I knew it all along. There were 14 million <laughs> possibilities, and this was the only one that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange uh, has way more personality. Uh, he does. He really <laughs> does. Oh, it's just it's mm, it's frustrating. It's all very yeah. They just set up so much stuff, man. Like oh, the Golden Company, like they're gonna be you know thirty thousand of them. They they got wrecked in five seconds. Oh, the Scorpions, they're gonna they're really no, they got wrecked. Oh, don't leave, Danny, because they're gonna you know they have your everybody's tired. Everyone's tired. Like we can't go. Oh, it doesn't matter because your dragons yeah. just wrecked everything anyway. <laughs> like, why did it anything was... happen? Why didn't like she just do this in the beginning? 
It, it was the ultimate, like, uh, well, she didn't think of it at first. That's why. No, she wanted to go, but they were like, oh, no, don't do it. But she could have done, like, look, she she took all the scorpions. All the people were just, like, they were fine. She didn't really have too much collateral damage. She could she, have gone with three dragons. Yeah, like, she could have won the day in, like, five seconds without any major collateral damage. But that didn't happen for reasons. It's just a Targaryen. <laughs> So there's like one of the last like loose threads that I kind of have was um, we're going to open up the series with body parts arranged in a crazy si- circle in yes. the snow and, and then-, then it's all gone and nothing matters. It's the prequel. Right. Right? You're going to get it in the prequel. Don't worry. Yes. Maybe that's what they're setting us up for. <laughs> hey, the prequels really- have new writers. So I, I have renewed hope for the prequels. So that the funny gonna make thing this right. The funniest thing is, so Matt doesn't watch Game of Thrones at all, and it's not because he hates it. He just he never got he never started watching, and then it all just took off. So he was like, "Well, fuck, might as well just wait." Um, and like essentially, he knows everything that's happened, and he's still like, "Yeah, that sounds kind of shitty." So like the Night King dude is the one that was in all the memes in season seven. He was supposed to be really, really crazy strong, and then he died in episode four. Or uh, episode three. Yeah. So, why? <laughs> one shot like, dragon. It was Matt, the most baller thing ever. Like, that knows <laughs> yeah. nothing. And even he's like, oh, I understand why you all are mad. It, it makes me worried because, like, why do I care about the prequel when I know that ev- nothing matters? Because in episode three of season eight, he, nothing happens. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, they're fine. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's Arya Merkin's ass. Like we're we're good. I, I know the ending to that story already. We're I'm good. Oh, but won't it be fun to like see all the historical legend? I mean, you're taking the wind out of my sails now. I was really excited for the prequels a minute ago. That was the next question. Was are you excited <laughs> for the prequels? No. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Adrian. Sorry. Do we know anything? It's supposed to be the first long night, I think. That's what they've been alluding to anyway. Is that first long night is rumored? I know that they got two new, I think it's two women writers or one woman writer is the new. Yeah, I think I, yeah, at least, at least one. There's a, there's a female at the helm for sure. Yeah. And Hmm. then I don't, I think they're, they're shooting the pilot in June, but I, I know nothing else. Mm-hmm. So somebody else is going to be produ- producing those I th- and writing. I well, well, writing for sure. Producing, I don't know. HBO is producing it, but oh right, but um, in terms of writing, directing. I mean, who knows? They could still cannibalize some of the directors yeah. of. But I don't think anyone did anything wrong except for the writing. So they could take the whole creative team as long as they have new writers and exactly. a new vision coming in, and I, I think we could still have something great. Exactly. But. And they have they signed uh, Naomi Watts, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I think there was one other big name, but I can't remember who it is right now. <sighs> but, <laughs> I, I I'll, I'm gonna stay hopeful because I there's just not that much great fantasy around anyway. You know, Amazon, yes. Amazon's got Lord of the Rings coming in. But. I had been waiting forever for a show like this to come on because I love the costumes and I love the old timey stuff the action <laughs> old timey action old timey yeah. swords uh, fighting um 
I will say, I actually think if people liked Game of Thrones, they should just go watch Vikings now. I Vikings tried real good. I, tr I tried the first two episodes, it's and it was like mostly fighting. It gets better. No, it it gets into heavy. You know, it gets into heavy politics. Uh, Lagertha is one of one of the few female characters, but she's one of the most important female characters. She's a shield maiden. She actually trains an entire rank of uh, an entire army of shield maiden to help protect Kattegat, which is the main city. We can check it out again. Yeah. Now we do have other HBO stuff coming. We got Westworld with Dolores. His right? dark materials. His dark materials with Lyra. You don't know it. Lyra Balak, you don't know. I don't know who you that gotta, is. You got to read the books or something. <laughs> They're awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not really excited for the prequels. I am kind of excited for the Lord of the Rings prequel, mainly because, like, you know, that's a series that I enjoy the ending. Um, and <laughs> from, what, from what I've seen, like, they're pulling the writers from Game of Thrones who actually have, like, really good episodes. So, like, the first two episodes weren't written by D&D. &D, so, like, those two guys are going to be going to i think work with the lord of the Rings series so like they're they're pulling some pretty good writers so i'm generally <laughs> kind of excited but i'm also like not super excited about that just like to preface but i'm more excited about lord of the rings than i am when it comes to game of thrones prequel when it comes to like fantasy excitement yeah i would say i'm most excited for his dark materials um <sighs> and especially getting to see um crap i i, I know her name i crap uh she played x23 and logan daphne king yeah daphne king and lin-manuel miranda in it and oh yes both so much oh this is the, the 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 prequel for the for this thing oh no yeah 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 i i'd only i'd only seen the thing that they showed in the hbo or in the game of thrones thing but this is okay. super yeah. hype yeah it's, yeah it's essentially what the golden compass should have been if people yeah. hadn't neutered the golden compass yeah this um, wasn't very good yeah, it was not very good uh, yeah. because it went through a lot of rewrites and neutering. Um, <laughs> and then um, I'm not so I'm not excited for the Lord of the Rings show. I haven't been because it was supposed to be about young Aragorn, but I've heard that it isn't going to be focused on young Aragorn anymore. So I'm more excited, but Tolkien and his worlds are something that I don't like people touching. Mm. Um, and it i'm more scared and tentative than excited saying that makes me want to take this back to game of thrones which is there's a prequel but i think they're working on at least two other shows that they're sort of fleshing yeah, out I they hope, are i hope that some of it gets away from the throne and the men and all that shit and goes and explores the rest of the world because whether it you could do back in time with old Valyria or you could do present day with these darker corners that aren't even on the maps that we typically see. And there is a lot of deep lore out there. And you can, whether you read about it or you could go on YouTube and people have done like compilations of like all these nasty, horrible areas full of uh, crazy people and different societies. And some of them might be cool, but a lot of them seem pretty evil or messed up. Uh, you could build some great shows if you just step away from everything we know about whatever this planet is called, not Westeros, that's a continent, but step away to the other continents and really dive deep and build completely new fiction out of George's world. That would be awesome. Could be Arya's show. And Arya should get her own show. Tormenting Ghost, chilling in the north. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would just be a great like you just get like 10 minutes a day of them just chilling just Aww, like, like a daily so show kind of thing going down by the stream fishing yeah <laughs> giant milk. That actually sounds amazing now that you mentioned it just like tune in at 8 a.m every morning for waking up with torment and ghost and they just like go yeah they just go fishing and they just have breakfast and hang out we should make that a cartoon we should do that i would love that <laughs> i have no skills but we'll we'll figure it out okay so now that we've talked about everything uh, I think some we could probably go on for hours yet on some of these little topics here and there and just just dive deep until we can't dive anymore. But um, no, I, I think we've covered it. And a lot of it is just this kind of dull feeling that <sighs> just a little disappointed. Maybe it it'll be better when we rewatch it again. Maybe maybe we'll appreciate it more on the second watch. Yes, that's a yeah, possibility. That's, that's been my biggest thing. Um, I don't know if I'm going to rewatch this last season because uh, every every season since like season four, I've gone back and I rewatched kind of the whole season leading up to it. I don't mm -hmm. know if I want to go through this again, and I don't mm -hmm. know if it's going to age on me any better than it already has. So I'm worried. I need to rewatch it as a whole season, but I have rewatched each episode at least twice. Yeah, I've rewatched the episodes before, and I was just still angry. <laughs> I skipped over Brown <laughs> not pinning his dog because I couldn't do it again. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm just worried about like if I'll ever go back and rewatch it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You will someday. We will. We will, for sure. <laughs> it's still a great show, even with the shitty end. Yeah, I I would definitely like I kind of put this in the dex like in a Dexter area for me in that like I would never tell somebody not to watch the show because of how shitty the ending is because it is a damn good show. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you should at least brace yourself for a shitty ending. <laughs> this kind of where I'm at. some level of disappointment, yeah. We really yeah. I think we all just really did a number on ourselves with our expectations of what it could be and uh, they didn't have enough money or I don't see how that's possible. It's the greatest show ever. And they're not going to give them enough money for more. Well, no, I think they did give yeah. them money. They wanted to make 10 seasons and then they offered them more money yeah. to make 10 episodes. And they said, no, we've always seen this going to 73 and actually said no to the millions <laughs> that HBO what? offered them. Exactly. 73. Like that was probably sketched out from like the second season. They were like, this will be 73 episodes. And if HBO says 74, they can go fuck themselves. Where Star they got Wars, a Star Wars and cut out their storyboards for those yeah. last four episodes and said, fuck it, we're keeping it at 73. Oh, mm. maybe they were like, you know, we wrote some good shit. Maybe we could take some of this and turn it into a Star War. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that could um, be. Well, thank you all so much for joining us and talking about Game of Thrones with us. Um, why don't you tell everybody listening where they can find here and, uh, you know, interact with you guys. All right. All right. Uh, I can, I'm not on Twitter at Kid, wait, Kid Free Weekend. Kid Free Weekend, <laughs> which is our other podcast. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Pod of Thrones. Um, Jeff at Pod of Thrones.com if you want to chat. Kidfreeweekend.com. Nope. Damn. Jennifer at potofthrones.com. <laughs> if you want to write her. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Well, yeah. So we have Pot of Thrones. Pot of Thrones is not 
ending just because the show is. Uh, so feel free to come check it out because we'll probably talk about some Game of Thrones news for a little while yet. But then we have other shows that we'll fill our time with while we wait for Game of Thrones to return. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we do have another show called The Kid Free Weekend, which is about what us two old parents do when our kids are not around for a few days. Uh, we talk about politics and a lot of other pop culture stuff. I mm-hmm. think this week we may discuss John Wick. Yay! So if you're into that kind of stuff, yeah. check it out. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Um, thank you. If you are listening, you should definitely go check out Pot of Thrones. And I'm like... I've started listening to you guys. Actually, uh, when you reached out to me about getting on your show, I ended up binging like quite a few episodes of you guys. Um, and I still <laughs> listen to you guys. So um, I endorse them a lot. Um, yeah. And if you want to interact with us, join in on the conversation, let us know what you thought about season eight of Game of Thrones. Uh, he- ugh, can't talk. Hit us up at But Why Though Podcast. Or no, that's wrong. Uh, hit us <laughs> up at But Why Though PC. On all of our social medias, we're most active on Twitter. Get at us there. Um, and you can find me at OmaMithRandier on Twitter. Adrian? Yep, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z, 93. Thank you so much, Jeff and Jeff, for coming on. It was a, it was a blast. Absolute Thank you. Blast. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. It was fun. Awesome. Cool. And that's it.